are still preparing by the grace of God for our harvest next week. Amen and amen. I said that it's always a powerful time when we have the opportunity to bless God in our harvest. Now today I want to talk to you about something that I have entitled Doubtless Reward. Because I would say Doubtless Reward. told you last week that if I have to preach about giving I can do that I can do that for the rest of my life because it is an essential doctrine in Christianity hallelujah doubtless reward Jesus Christ said when we pray when we fast when we give three important things I say when we do what pray say pray so if you are not praying there is something wrong with you you are sick in the spirit many seasons ago when I was talking about some few things, I told you that your lack of hunger in the spirit is an indication that there is something wrong in the spirit. There is no human being who is alive, who is perfectly healthy. He said, I don't feel hunger. Have you seen some before? Even Jesus ate. said, Jesus drank. When he got to the well of Sychar, the Bible said he was weary and asked the woman drink something to drink. Is it not true? Oh, come on, is it not true? If he wasn't hungry, the devil wouldn't come to tempt him with bread. He said, turn this stone into bread and eat. He saw that the man was hungry. He's not very understanding. Shout, I hear you. So you see, if you are a physical human being and you don't feel hunger, it means that there is something wrong with you. Now, so if you are a spiritual human being and spiritually you are never hungry, it means that there is a strong problem with your spirituality. Are you understanding me? Hello? Oh, come on, I said hello. If Rev is not eating for three days, Mama don't will come and see me. Pastor, speak to Mama. Uh, speak to Rev for me. She's not eating. Maybe she she has been tired. Say Rev. Hey, the broken hearts are good. The men of God in this house they like broken hearts, wow. That's why we've been suffering from broken hearts all the days. This man of God every day one has broken hearts for the other. <laughs> Hallelujah. If there is a demon we need to cast out of this auditorium, it is a demon of what? Broken. Ladies, need J. Jomo Rock Rock. You know? <laughs> Hallelujah. I told them, I'm the question, I don't come. I don't refuse it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God bless you. I hope somebody is getting where I'm coming from. So he said that when we pray, when we fast, and when we hold, when we give, so prayer is crucial. Fasting is what crucial and giving. This is not me saying oh, Jesus taught. Okay, the famous sermon on the mount. Three things: when we pray, when we fast, when we hold, give. Important, crucial. Now, so today I'm talking about doubtless reward. Come with me to the book of Psalm one two six. If you have heard me over the years, this is a scripture that I normally quote, but I can't exhaust it because th- there are deep things in there. Psalm one two six, the verse number six. Psalm one two six. The verse number six. You cannot follow me or be part of this commission and be stingy. One day you'll be disgraced. Hallelujah. One day you see your mates and you are hiding. Yeah. Yesterday, around 11 o'clock in the night, I was feeling sleepy. Uh, one of the people that I, I, I knew called me and said, Man of God, there is something happening I want to discuss with you. Amen and amen. He said, I have made some money. I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. But I saw one of our brothers 
don't even know. I wanted to tell you so that we will know what to do about it. Hallelujah. We were all praying together. We were all fasting together. But understand that there are things that happen. I knew many, many years ago that once a son he's never going to see the blessing of God in his life. Yeah. We were praying together, we were fasting. And all that. So Jesus said the three mysteries. When we pray, when we fast, and when we do what? When we pray. Now Psalm 126, the verse number six. Let's go. Now, he who goes out weeping and carrying KJV and carrying KJV. Okay, okay, I want us to read it together. I want everybody, let all of us read together. It's just one scripture. Amen. I'm preaching from just this scripture. Okay, one, two, three, go. He that goeth forth and weepeth, uh -huh, bearing precious seed, uh -huh, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Let's read it again. One, two, three, go. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Hallelujah. See, doubtless reward. Okay. Now, I want you to follow me carefully. When you, when you read this scripture, there is a connection between what we sow and the reward we get. And personally, I traced that connection with the word precious. Okay. But see, he that goeth forth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless return, carrying with him his sheaves. Now, look at me. When we say something is precious. A lot of us think that what determines how precious something is, is the price. But understand this. There are a lot of things also that are fundamental to determining the price of something. Now, do you understand this? Hello? Now, the reason why diamond, for instance, is very expensive is because it is rare. And I'm a that's all. That's all. Because we can't find them. Anything we can easily find around, they are not expensive. Is it not true? Yeah. But the things that are rare, we can't find them easily. They tend to. Please, I want you to follow me today. I'm preaching to you a good word. Hallelujah. We can't easily lay hold on them. They become very expensive. We call them precious. So when somebody manages to get his hand on a diamond, it is a precious jewel. Why? Because it is very rare. Now, the most expensive uh, uh, diamond, we call them red diamonds. Now, what I know about red diamonds is that they are mined in one single area in the entire globe. We call them red diamonds. Somewhere in Australia. And sometimes they can mine for three years. Sometimes they can mine for four years. It is a mining company, you know. Anytime they are able to get diamonds, they auction it. And sometimes one carat of diamond goes for $9 million. Red diamonds. Is somebody with me? Now, the reason why it is so expensive is not because it is so nice. It is because it is rare. No matter how nice you are, if people, we can get something to replace you, you will be expensive. And I'm a boy. Oh, come on. Am I, am I making sense? 
no matter how nice something is, if we can get an equivalent, you are no longer precious. No. So, uh, Papa Nesto is a good pastor. No matter how good the pastor he is. So, he he's not indispensable. We can always replace him. So, you see, these things are very rare. So, they are very expensive. So, the precious seed, follow me, is symbolic of something that we don't easily lay our hands on. He that goeth forth, bearing precious. So, I said that what determines what is precious is how rare we come across those things. Is somebody understanding me? Hello? So the precious seed the writer here is talking about, is talking about something that is not common with us. When Global takes 10 CDs, he won't go and thank the Lord because of 10 CDs. He will just go and look for some coke and buy 10 CDs. But when somebody is Global 1 million dollars, he will start inquiring about investment opportunities. Why? Because he feels that what he has gotten is something to hide or something to take care of. Now, is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I say, shout, I hear you. So, anything that is precious, it is rare. So, when he's talking about precious seed, he's talking about a farmer that is carrying a seed that is rare. There are many of us, the things that we carry and we take and go and sow. People of God, they are not precious. It is something we can lay our hands on every day. Is somebody understanding me? What guarantees the reward is how precious the seed is. If what we carry is not precious to us, we need to understand that it can never be precious to God. Now, is somebody understanding me? I need you to understand these things. That is why some people come to church and they give routine offerings and I look at them and I laugh. When some people come to church and, 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 and so for instance, it is harvest time and somebody will go, go and look at certain things. When I look at it, I laugh because I believe that the connection between the doubtless reward and your sowing is how precious the seed is. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I didn't hear you. I said, shout, I hear you. Any time you give to God something that is precious, also, there is something in you that will reject it. Any seed you can freely give, it is not precious. <laughs> shout, I hear you. I love this mystery. Anything, Apostle Kevin, are you with me? You can freely and easily, without having doubt in your mind, you can easily dispense with that thing. Is more precious. I, I, I don't. I, I, I can't see how you can give something precious, and, and and your mind won't try to stop you. Are you understanding me? It it is natural. So anytime I have the opportunity to give, I need to think about something. I need to do something that my mind will challenge. If my mind is not challenging, that thing is not precious to me. Anytime I can just pick it up and lay it upon the altar, I am talking about something that is not precious to me. When the lady came, listen to me, and broke the alabaster box at the feet of Jesus, when you read the gospel according to Mark, the Bible said that it wasn't only Judas, but the entire company at that place. So there were three anointings. Jesus, they anointed him three times at his feet. One was Mary Magdalene. One was Mary at the house of Bethany. Is somebody with me? 
and then so you see one was six days before the passover one was four days before the passover and one was earlier in his ministry now in one of those accounts the bible said that the people that were around they began to grumble and said that what a waste what a waste you cannot make sense of a precious offering so the overriding feeling among the congregation was that the woman was wasting something expensive this is not judas who the overriding feeling among the disciples was that the woman was doing something which didn't make sense in other words your mind needs to get up and resist your precious offering until that happens understand that what you have in your hands is common are you understanding me shout i hear you there is always a resistance in the mind if there is no resistance don't think that you are a good giver think that what you carry is something you can easily dispense with a precious offering look at someone say a precious offering he that goeth forth and that guy is carrying a precious offering he said that that guy shall doubtless return so i said that the link between returning with sheep follow me and sowing a seed is how precious the seed is now understand this everybody that has sown before so when we are bad i'm talking about physical planting it requires a degree of faith do you agree because you are never quite too sure whether what you committed to the ground the ground will bring its increase and i'm a nobody can guarantee 100% said your dimension from the abp until when you go forth with something and you go and plant there is a degree of faith you are trusting that the thing will grow is it not true you can't do anything to it you have to leave it to the earth and trust that the earth will nurture it and bring it forth so there is a degree of faith but listen to me people of god there is something about how precious the seed it the seed is that guarantees a reward in the natural follow me when we plant or when we go and when we take a seed and we plant we don't know whether it will grow or not but listen to me in the spirit there is something that guarantees and i call it how precious they see it how precious they see it they see this it's what spiritually gives the faith to trust god for a reward the seed say a precious it gives you the faith to trust god for a reward look at this she doesn't abandon it there she will come and she will check up on it she will check up on it she will expect to see that something happens with what she because the thing is precious i wrote down and i said something that many of us when we go to give our seed immediately we put our seed in the ground we organize a funeral service for it and go away because we know that we are never going to see them again. Is somebody understanding me? Hello? No, that is because the seed is not precious. It is dead in your hands. One can say the seed naked down. Because it is normal for you. You can give it and organize a funeral service. But when the thing is not normal, also for, when you take gold and go and hide it in the ground, you don't abandon it. You know the location. You know when to visit it. You expect that one day you revisit it. Are you understanding me? It is only precious. Sorry, it is only things that are waste. And who here? And no, I am burying you in the ground that we organize a funeral service for it. So many of us, our seeds in our hands, they go to the ground and in our minds we have dispensed with them because they are not precious. If the thing was precious, you return to it. Are you understanding me? You will not watch it for it to corrode in the ground. Carry a precious seed, you begin to your expectation level will begin to rise. I am telling you, 
the moment global you carry a precious offering that offering in itself enemy can it releases in you some faith an expectation will rise i am talking from experience there are some levels of faith we we, we can only have for financial breakthrough when we carry a precious offering i'm telling you just like for instance Debiamekase, prayer will break the spirits that controls poverty, but prayer will not make you rich. Hello, you, there is a spiritual transaction that happens when a man gives. It is those things, it is those mysteries that organizes the things that should bring your increase. Is somebody understanding me? So we can break the back of poverty and the demon of poverty will lose hold. You will lose our families and our family will be spiritually clean to prosper. But it doesn't mean you will. Is somebody understanding me? Oh, come on. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. So by releasing the precious seed, say the precious seed. I didn't hear you. Say the precious seed. By releasing the precious seed, spiritually expectation begins to rise have you discovered that the first time you gave a good offering the moment you return you expected to receive something and i'm like oh my 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 is it true no no it's a spiritual principle i'm telling you there is a level of expectation that comes only with the precious or see he shall doubtless without a doubt if you wanted you want to enter into the realm of certain results then let the seed be precious. Or see, he that goeth for carrying precious seed, weeping. The thing is rare. It is not something he ordinarily will have. It is not a seed he would ordinarily want to commit to the ground. But so long as it is a seed, it has to go to the ground. So he's saying that what I hold is precious. I am weeping as I'm carrying it. But this is the reason why I should expect a result. Because the seed is precious. There is always an expectation released when the seed is precious. Are you understanding me? It should be precious. It should be rare. It should be hot. Rare. If the seed is common, you leave it. Go and ask them who plants corn. Why? Because any day, any time she can plant a new one. Is somebody with me? Oh, come on. Is somebody with me? Shout, I hear you. Yeah. Until it is precious, we don't enter the realm of doubtless reward. Say doubtless reward. You see? There is no certainty, but there is something that guarantees reward. How precious the seed is. Tell somebody, don't bury your seed. Tell somebody, don't organize a funeral for your seed. Hallelujah. Some people have mastered the art of being able to dispense with exactly what they want to dispense with. So they calculate, they know. They are able to dispense. So you look at them and say, Charlie, this guy is a diligent man. No, he has mastered the art of dispensing with what he thinks he can dispense with. That is not a precious seed. Now, are you understanding me? What you can dispense with, just think about it. Can you just get up one day and say, I, I, just, I, I just want my son to go. I want to lose him. I, I, I can easily take him. No, that is not a precious seed. Are you understanding me? You are dispensing with something you can easily dispense with. But look at Abraham. He dispensed with something he couldn't. Are you understanding me? He couldn't afford to dispense with. At that time, Ishmael was away. Is somebody with me? His only son, the seed that should bring forth the promise of God on him, he 
was able, he decided to dispense. You see, also, that is the reason why he had the expectation. The Bible said that by faith, Abraham expected that God was able to raise his son back unto him. It is that it, it is the, it is offering the pressure that can raise such faith in somebody. Now, are you understanding me? It is something precious. So he expected that Hello. So Sarah took Samuel. Say, You are my oldest son, but I want to give you up. Are you understanding me? She gave the precious, and the result is that five sons were born to the barren woman again. Whenever the precious is given, then you command doubtless reward. Whenever the precious is given, you command what? Doubtless. If you want to take away the uncertainty in giving, the uncertainty in this mystery of sowing and reaping, then let something precious emanate from your hands. It is that which guarantees that the result will be doubtless. Is somebody hearing me? Are you, are you don't like my message. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. Now, God never gives a fruit. He always gives a seed. They're just as the rain falls and the snow. He returned not unto him did that. But it waters the earth to give seed to the sower, rain from God. It waters the earth and it gives what? Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And so the seed first and then the seed will grow and then it will yield fruit, bread. You know? Are you understanding me? Bread to the eater. So God will always first give the seed. He will always first give what? The seed. So you see, if you have not engaged in the mystery, please follow me, church, of sowing and reaping, if what you have in your hands is not as a result of something you have sown, then you do not have permission to keep what you have. Follow the, follow me. Is somebody understanding me? Global. Yes, the first thing the Lord gave me was a seed and not a fruit. The first money I got with, with, with my hands working as a national service personnel was a seed. So I sold every single one of them. Because I understood that what God has given me initially is not fruit for me to eat. It was seed for me to sow. So naturally that is what Sanon Shasifri. So it is our responsibility to work the seed he has given us to ensure that we have fruit. So there are some people they they have enough and so and they think that they can save some they are comfortable. You are joking with the seed. What you have is a seed not a fruit. Are you understanding me? If it is a fruit you don't store them you eat them. When you store them but if it is a seed you give it capacity to live on in the next generation. If somebody understands me. What God gives you is a seed. Are you understanding me? The mystery of giving and receiving. We simply need to learn to show them, understand the mystery of sowing and giving, and then work with those things to receive that which God has for you. Because it is a seed. Tell somebody it is a seed. Imagine if what uh, Papa Nesto has now is a seed. Think about what will happen if that seed is planted. 
Patriot here. Imagine that those are some of the things you need to think about. Imagine me show me one. Say kakrame wano. The kitamino. The kitamino before. You see that, that, that was my man said before. Say kakrana me here national service. I'm a kind of mamma who be still kakrama medi. Are you understanding me? Or mammy kakrama medi atom wedi. Is somebody understanding me? Why then? And and by the grace of God, you know, there are so we want genia, the Lord will make a way. Where I went to do the national service, I used to stay there for about three days. Focus uh, Woba. They were there. One boy I met during my national service. They came to the Papanesco's office. He came and met me there. And he told them, I'll raise, I'll wake up in the morning and, and I'll pray all day. I'll pray all day. Focus is here, Woba is here. The boy came. School no move to me. Or the bear we are or because any time you come to the room, I'm here. Ask them. Ask them. They met him. office. Now he started telling them what was happening when he saw me. So later he started Are you understanding me? Shout! I hear you. Oh, come on! I, I, I said, shout! I hear you. <laughs> that is one of Papenesto's agents. Are you understanding me? So he will take the lunch. It's your lunch Then you make arrangements. Charlie, five teachers You understand that? So from that time, he never had to call home for anything. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said, Hallelujah. I understood those days that what I had in my hand was a seed. Because I'll come home during the week and my mother will do some small thing for me and I'll carry it. I'll pray from morning to evening. See, by the time I'll eat just some small way and then I'll continue because I'll continue again. We continued and continued. Everything I had, I knew that was a seed. So I saved everything. I came, I came to give it to my bishop. Hallelujah. That time my bishop had some aloe cow. Every day the cow will be giving him trouble. I came on top change all these things. <laughs> Hallelujah. That day, every day he says it. He said that day he didn't even have one city on him. Is somebody understanding me? Shout I hear you. See, what I have is a seed. Now, so until, listen to me, until we learn to understand this mystery, he will be a hot by the grace of God. I know some people in this house, they have learned the mystery of sowing and reaping and some of them have worked with what God has given them. God bless you for doing that. But if you don't understand this mystery yet, what you have in your hands, it is not something to store. It is something that needs to be multiplied. It is something that needs to be hot. I can't hear you. I said it is, if it, I'll stop preaching and give you the microphone. I said it is something that needs to be hot. Multiply. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because what we have in our hands is a seed. We have not yet explored the dimensions of provision that is available to us because of this mystery. The mystery of sowing and reaping into the dimensions of, 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 of increase, 
the dimensions of sustenance, the dimensions of abundance that is available to the church, the church still haven't been able to explore it yet. What God is able to do when it comes to abundance, when it comes to provision supernaturally, the church still, the same people that gave their gold, follow me, for the temple of God, the same people God fed for 40 years. If God is feeding you, what do you need gold for? Are you understanding me? If God is feeding you, you do also for yes, you want nanti forty years in the world and the back. Kukreni wa upodi iman ene kaze we prawenya titanos today. Madia kakreni kawa unko titanos ane pro forty years in the wilderness. There were snakes. There were time snakes who come and bite them. Also for there was no titanos. There was no hot titanos. They would just build the cross. They would look upon the cross and they are saved. Are you understanding me? If God is the guy sustaining you, what do I need to keep this thing on me? Why? Why? That is the realm. When we when we begin to understand these dimensions of abundance we treat what we have in our hands as seeds are you understanding me shout i hear you this is why they could bring and bring and bring until a point the people went to tell moses papa what the people are giving is too much we only need something to make a craft gold in a dozen silver in a dozen why because they didn't need them now are you understanding me oh come on are you understanding me if god is your sustenance if god is your sustenance you don't carry things and put them around. We haven't yet explored the dimensions of giving and sowing. In Japan, uh, Korea, sorry. Uh, a mission, India, sorry. A missionary went to India. And you see, Indians, you know, they are like Africans. So, you know, very, very, you know. So it was time for sowing and reaping. And everybody, so in Tedruha, they will carry their, they will be a bag. You know, that bag is what you put your substance in. You know, you remember when we were children, I don't know whether they, they used to do it here, but mommy phone some, some of them can carry body and banchi and kwedu and everything they will carry it for harvest. Do you remember? Have you seen some before? Yes, sir. So it happens in India also. So those places they will give you a bag. Everybody, it is kind of the back will put it in that bag. Everybody will carry a bag on that on that day and they will bring it. So <clears throat> People were bringing their produce. Now, one woman was there. She was a widow. She took the bag. She had nothing to put inside. Now, she looked into the bag. Say, Papa, I give you my life. As for today, command me, I will do. I don't know. So, so for all God has ever wanted was you. Because if he has you, he has everything you have. Are you understanding me? All he has ever wanted. The woman lived into it and with tears said, it was recorded by one missionary. That papa, I don't have anything. I am on I am on I am on I am on a sustenance program. I buy a medriani and once every day. Hallelujah. Then what I have is this. I give it to you. Whatever you want me to do, I will, I will do. Free, free of charge. So the missionary said that after that meeting, the pastor of the commission went to see the woman. Said, I want to start. I want you to start cleaning the offices and the way, and I want you to put it on. So I said, Hi, that was my vow. I didn't know that God wanted me to do something, but I said it was my vow that the office may be a meeting. So the woman started cleaning. You know, something unnatural, they will outsource it to some somebody and then pay the person. He started cleaning. According to this mission. The woman did it better than a company crowd. She 
she continued in this thing for three solid years. One day, an American preacher came, saw the work of the woman. Also, the first gift the woman received was five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars. So the missionary was saying that also for no kora, Hello, in three years, also for without doing anything, serving the Lord, committing herself, and your smanya menama, we see her no kwa, we fat her no kwa. Interesting part of it is that the woman never stopped. The woman, she had two sons. They were young. A whole lot of issues. The woman never stopped. Well, uh, maybe I'll, I'll look for the story and come and share it with you another day. Hallelujah. Raise the people. They raised the sons and all in the thing. Also, two of them became ministers. Two of the children. One of them is now a pastor with Zapunen. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I say, shout, I hear you. Yeah. What we carry in our hands, they are seeds. They are things we need to sow. You see, some people look at what we do and they say, oh, also, what we are doing is extravagant. It is true. We need to give extravagant things. When Solomon went to give a thousand bent offering, he didn't have to do it. Look at this. The principle was one lamb for one family. And I'm the instruction was that if one lamb nobody brought it, nobody killed for it was one lamb for one family. Solomon came to God to offer sacrifice and he brought thousand. Also, not just thousand, the originators of the Hebrew language will tell us he brought thousand choice sheep. Also, thousand choice. So why we look for the animals that are strong, that are big, and we mate them with the weak ones. But what you say, so that the offspring wouldn't be as weak as the weak ones. Into the choice ones is symbolic of Solomon bringing the best of his cattle. Into anybody looking around, say, Charlie, this is business suicide. You are taking the best of your investment and you are giving it to God. You are investing it upon the altar. That is financial suicide. But that is exactly what Solomon did. He took thousands of the best of his flock and offered it to the altar of the Lord. So people looked around and said, ah, What is this guy doing? Thousands of the best. So the business future were killing him. Hello, the future of business. He killed it upon that altar. Solomon understood something that we didn't. Exactly three years later, he came again with a sacrifice, and this time he brought 150,000. They thought he would kill his business by giving a thousand. When he returned three years later, he brought not only times one, times two, but times a hundred and fifty. If there is a God that is able to do this, I came to declare to somebody this morning that your day of increases are at hand. Receive power to multiply. Come on, I said, receive power to multiply. He gave a thousand in first Kings three. In First Kings eight, he came and one fifty thousand. Not only one fifty thousand sheep, he added cattle. Just say, "Can you imagine a thousand? It was supposed to kill the business. 
Odifo, they brought their seed they say my business is dead. God said you don't know what you are talking about. If you want to preserve it, give it to me. If you want to if you want to expand it, let me have a share of it. And someone understand me. Solomon brought a thousand and his business didn't collapse. He brought 150,000 liter. It, won't, it was not that though people were bringing him sheep every day. But I said that was his business. That was his what? Am I preaching to somebody? Oh, come on. Am I preaching to somebody? So from 1,000, he came to 120,000. Is somebody with me? Sometimes you have to go beyond what you are able to do. Look at this. In order to attract the doubtless realm. Look at me. Sometimes you have to go beyond what you are able. See beyond what I'm able. Can you see that? In Nehemiah, look at this. When it came for the people to build the walls of Jerusalem, you see, people initially were reluctant. You know, so the prophets started prophesying. I love the prophets. See the prophets. They started prophesying, gathering the people together, and they were building. It was awful. In those days, you know, if somebody was into construction, that person had an advantage because it wasn't as though building just kind of building you. Perpendicular to Soria, if this is the side of the wall, ah, are you close to his home and he will build it? Say, so, Wilfred, sorry, if this side of the wall is close to his home, he will do what? He will build it. So people began to build the walls, okay? And then later, to no, this is the city of God. This part is broken. He will, he will get up together with the sons and they will build it. Now, there is one interesting thing. There is a group of people, we call them Apocatari. Now, what they do is that they do perfumes. They do what? Perfumes. So what they are skilled in is that they go for flowers and they so their hands are very gentle but the bible said in the days of building there were some guys whose speciality was in making perfumes they left their perfumes and started mixing mortar sometimes you have to go beyond what you are able in order to achieve that which god is somebody understanding me the perfume makers say the perfume makers they became concrete engineers so in this church some people say i mean i'm that about Oh, me, you know, I haven't done this thing before. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. <laughs> if, 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 uh, I, have, I have a friend who I used to be with, a, a bishop. I used to tell him that unless there is nothing to do, but imagine a contract. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. It is only the work of God that made me stop watching football. Hey, Champions League, Tuesday, Wednesday. There is no way this man will miss it. So when I set off around 4.30, church will start 7. I can't remember how much I'm Because he knows. Because me, everybody in That day, I will chatter the TV. No matter what they are showing on TV, nobody. Even if they bring a demon in the house, I will sit and watch together with the demon. She knew by force, said, no, there is some, something has changed. Is somebody understanding me? Shout out, yeah, you. The apothecary. Huh? They did perfumes. So they would squeeze flowers. Eh? They began to mix mortar. They began to do what? Make mortar. They started building the mortar. They stopped perfume making. But they are why your business and, and leave the board. One day, the same breach you have left, the enemy will attack you through it. But what you said, with the office of your perfume company, you are living in the city, the walls are broken. You gather, they will come and scatter. The wall 
doors that are supposed to protect you, you have left it open. Gather, they will come and hold. So they are perfectly all those guys. All those guys, they knew, they knew clearly what they were doing, and they think is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I said, Shout, I hear you. Sometimes when people come to God and they, they, they give extravagant offerings, people look at them and they begin to wonder. Does he understand at all what she is doing? Does he understand at all what she is doing? You see, we give to God something. I have some things to share with them. We'll do a second service. I have some things to share with them. We do. We give to God something that we, we can give to any man. Let me share something with you quickly. I have one minute. Can I share it with you? When the woman came to Jesus at the feet of Jesus to break the alabaster box, there was a message she was sending. Look at this. When I go and I carry a perfume, perfume, I don't use all of them at once. Nobody does that. It doesn't make sense. And I'm a boy. Oh, hello. It doesn't make sense. But look at this. When the woman went, she broke the alabaster box. Because she knew, say, Jesus Christ, on time, when Yan was one place, she has to give it to her all. So she brought, she broke the alabaster and poured everything at once. Jesus. Now, what this means is that what belongs to Jesus, it cannot be shared with any man. What you say? What you can give to another man, it is not something. You know, when you think about it spiritually, broke the alabaster box. If it is touching the body of Jesus, it has to be exclusive to him. In the Eastern culture, they have a certain culture. When a great man drinks from a glass, they break it. Why? They don't want any other person to partake of that cup with that great man. If somebody understand me, this will be in the package. No, no, monsieur, cup man. You have a great visitor. Or no, we are. What do they do it? They break it. So they broke the alabaster box and said that what I give to Jesus, nobody can have. Look at this. You can't take your money and give to Jesus and expect to share the same money with the hospital. It won't happen. If somebody understand me, you don't take your money and give it to Jesus and expect to share that same money fighting incurable diseases. If I am a preacher of the gospel, I declare the grace of God that is able to shield men and give them an inheritance in the land of the living. Receive power to give a precious seed. I said receive power. I said receive power. I said receive power. Paul says something. He said, may, God, may all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times we will have the capacity to give. Look at the man Paul. He looked at the church in Romans. He wrote to them and told them. He said that for we know that all things work together for the good. For them that love God and are the call according unto his purpose. For those he foreknew he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that in all things he may become the firstborn among many brethren. If somebody understanding me, then he went ahead and he said that for those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. He said, therefore, what shall we say in response to all these things? If Christ be for us, who can be against us? He that does 
not spare his own son, but gave him up as for us all, how much more will he not, together with his son, give us freely all things? He said, who shall lay a charge against the chosen of the Lord? For it is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? For it is indeed, it was Christ Jesus that died, and it was him that was resurrected, and is seated at the right hand side of his father, forever making intercessions for the saints. Therefore, what shall separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or hunger or nakedness or sword? For it is written, for his sake we die daily, and we are led like sheep unto the slaughter. Yea, but in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am, I am persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels nor demons, nor things alive nor things in the future, nor powers nor princes, nor height nor depth nor anything in creation can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus receive power to walk in the dimension of grace I said receive power in the mighty name of Jesus may what you carry on the 7th of November be precious in the name of Jesus May it give you reason to think. May it give you reason to reflect. May it sound a caution in your ears. May it raise an expectation in your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the hand of the Lord be strong over you. And may you encounter his increase. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Is somebody blessed by the word. Put those wonderful hands together. For our Lord Jesus. Jesus.